What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Different Spokes. My name is Matt Smith, and I'm just checking in on you. Sorry, I've always wanted to do that, and I just needed to get out of my system. Shout out to Bill Burr. Anyways, what's new? Well, I've been working on a big, big old order for Steve over at 215 Burks, BurkeStreetBMX.com. Um, he's been carrying some yeah shit in his shop because he knows what's up, so you should go hit Steve up, you know. He's, he's an awesome dude doing good shit, and uh, I'm working on a huge order for him right now, and uh, I'm almost done. And I'm also working on some other new stuff as well, you know, the summer's only getting hotter. But uh, Scott Marceau stopped by on his way to Philly, and I had never met him before, but it was a good time. Uh, the dude's a great house guest, by the way. And, uh, you know, with Scott, there's so much to talk about. The man has his hands in so many projects. He's done so many things. But what I was most uh, interested in was his new video he's working on called Angles, or A-Angles, or Angles. Either way you slice it, it's sure to be a slapper. Spent two nights with us, and we got to kick it a little bit. And here's a little backstory on Scott and the video angles. Without further ado, Scott Marceau, different spokes. It's like that guy from, um, what is it, Meet the Parents? No. Franks and Beans? There's something about Mary. There's something about Mary. Great yeah. movie. Well, I guess we should start with, we recorded one before in the car. We tried. Yeah. We got like, how far did we get into that? We were like an hour and a half in. Nah, there's no way. At least an hour. Nah. -uh. Are no. you sure? Yeah, you're right. It was broken up into pieces. It was probably like 20 minutes here, 20 minutes there. Yeah, because the reception kept cutting out. We, I remember talking about some cool stuff, but uh, it, it, you lost the footage, huh? You lost the clip. Yeah, I lost it when my phone got stolen. So, right, so back to square one let's do it yeah so but yeah so you're from Ohio I am you're a photographer I am and um, you went to, you went to school you went to college I went to college yeah and where did you go to college <coughs> in New York yeah I went to the School of Visual Arts it's in Manhattan on East 23rd Street great facility great school <laughs> I got a BFA in fine arts uh, which is so you painted too? No, no, that's oh. just the, the official name of the degree is a BFA in fine arts and then like parentheses photography or whatever, but yeah. they don't they didn't offer like a BFA in photography, I guess. So wow. dude, I have never really used the degree. Like so many of my friends who get the best photo gigs don't have any sort of degree. Mm -hmm. It's all about your work. You know this. Yeah. Who some, I know some people that lie about even having a degree. That's what my teacher told me in college. He's like, if you can back it up, say whatever. He's like, but you better be yeah. ready. It's all about the work. It's just yeah. like your portfolio. Yeah. Yeah, what I remember from our original conversation is you entered some contest or something like okay, that. Okay, yeah. Th that, that's a, the more I think about that story, the more psyched I am about it. But uh, it was the trans world... BMX reader photo contest and I think they announced it summer 2003 and uh, they uh, they published the 
the finalists and the entries and the winners. Jan- it was the December, January issue, 2003. I just looked at it the other day in my mom's basement. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it was 2003. Um, I entered the reader photo contest with this photo I shot of my friend Chad Moore, who's actually now a very accomplished photographer. He gets huge gigs, doesn't have a degree. Wow. Uh, he was riding. He had the steeziest downside whips. He still does, I'm sure. He Shout still out rides, too? Yeah, I mean, he'll, he'll hit the skate park like once a month, from what I understand. But he was one of the first people to do a, a uprail 180 down whip, where like you land wow, fakie. Wow, really? Yeah, and this was back in the day. That sounds like a props episode. <laughs> it was at Skate Park at Tampa, so very <laughs> well, well might have been. Wow. You didn't enter any other contests? Was, there wasn't one in school? I thought maybe you... Oh, that was afterwards. Oh, that was... Afterwards. Uh, so the bike oh, was I was shooting the photo for that school photo contest when I got the news that I had won the Trans World contest, and I was on house arrest. <laughs> that's, that's the whole story Damn. in a nutshell. Uh, it was just such a crazy day. Very serendipitous, just very bizarre, but it all just makes sense the more I think about it, the more psyched I am about it. But yeah, um, that was like pretty much what set off my like peak of interest in photography. It's like wow, like like I got recognized for this. I made money off it. They gave me a bike. They gave me a what? a really? mosh like two star, three star. Back in the day, they had those like mm-hmm. different classes, yeah. but they gave me a, a complete mosh bike. I ended up selling most of it, but I rode the bars for a couple of years, maybe. Maybe yeah. a year. They were low, low bars, like six and a half inch tries. Remember when that, that, that bar was cool? Like, small bars were cool for Yeah, me. man, I don't know how that worked out. Like, why did that make sense to anyone? Yeah, dude, I used to ride dive bars. Yo, tell me about it. They're, they're, they look crazy now. Yeah. They look like those racer cruiser bars Exactly, now. yeah. Uh, what? Like, it, you watch footage of yourself from back then, you're, like, reaching so far to grab bars your hands your knuckles are on your front tire dude yeah that that's that's what we were doing yeah i i remember seeing a racer kid's bike in town and he had small bars but he had like the maxis max daddy on the front oh yeah and the holy roller in the back Mm -hmm. that along with the the bars and like the number plate and everything i was like oh my god that's so sick all right should we pick up where we were or just freestyle it whatever you want to do okay yeah we're talking about getting bike parts. We're talking about. We were at a segue because we were talking about racing bikes there for a second. Racing bikes? Yeah, like uh, the dive bars. Oh, the really small bars on the yeah. cruiser bikes. I, I have a cousin who races cruisers up in Massachusetts. He's like, he's in his early forties, I think, maybe now. And I, I, as far as I know, he's still racing cruisers, so that's pretty cool. Damn. Yeah. Keeping it moving, keeping the rubber side down. Yeah, on the dirt tracks. <laughs> does he ever go berm the berm? I'm sure he does, man. What is that, a transfer? Yeah, like, think of, like, a snake. Oh, yeah, and you just fucking... Are you allowed to do that in a race? I don't know. You've seen the footage of that one downhill mountain biker dude taking the huge curve wall ride to come back. He crashed three racers at once. One dude crashes. He's way behind. There's this big-ass curve wall ride, like, towards the end. The other two dudes, like, just kind of, like, pussyfoot around the bottom of it, but this dude's like, yo. I gotta win this race. He goes up and around the hole, dude. It's like a twenty foot high curve wall ride. Lands right down the straightaway, right past the two dudes, wins the race after crashing no and being way. like six seconds behind. 
Was it on Twitter? You gotta pull it up. Yeah, pull it up. That sounds amazing. Um, Is it like Red Bull Dreamline or some it's, shit? It looks like it's one of those courses. Those courses are pretty fucking gnarly. Yeah, it looks fun. Like, I remember seeing it and thinking, no, nah, I don't think anybody's hitting this. Like, this just looks so big, I don't think any bike riders hit it. And then BF and Reynolds were like, yeah. Dude, what nationality are you? What nationality? Yeah. I'm American. <laughs> uh, my family heritage comes from um, England, Scotland, some Germany, and then like a little bit of some Eastern European, I think. I just got like my Ancestry.com reading, so oh, it's fresh cool. in my mind. I could actually pull it up, but let me show you this. Yeah, I epic, see this guy. Epic Wall Ride for the Win is what it's called. Epic Win. Okay, so he crashes. It's like, fuck, man, I'm gonna lose this race. Oh no! So he crashes and he gets and he still gets the win. Yeah. Wow. Because of the curveball ride. He's like, fuck you, pussy. Look at there. I'm like, oh, curveball ride, dude. See him? Fucking smoked him. That's a boss move. It's victory table. Spike the helmet. <laughs> Spike the helmet. <laughs> oh, I would have just shattered that thing. Like, yeah. Fucking push them off their bikes. <laughs> That'd be hilarious if there was like a BMX version of Kenny Powers. Ooh. Who could it be? Anybody could do it as an actor. Chad Johnson. Yo, the footage of him smashing that camera. <laughs> I love that footage. Yeah. That'd be a that'd be a cool thing to hear from him. He does a podcast, doesn't he? Yeah. You got it. Podcast with a podcaster. That would be cool if he was down. Reach out. He might be down. I'd be like, yo, man. They call me Snakebite. <laughs> they call you Snakebite? Yeah. I'm glad I never used my nick the nickname to do anything like. They actually that was actually your nickname. Yeah, unfortunately. How did how did that happen? I was at a skate park. And it had lip rings. It's a lip ring. Doesn't my, matter where you are. Yeah. Well, like, I was at a contest. My friend announced me a snake bite. Oh. Anybody everybody. I ever met yep. was there. So when I moved to Philly, they were like, snake bite. <laughs> and I was like, God damn it. And then after a while, it started to work in my favor because like, they'd be like, yo, snake bite's coming. And people would be like, who's snake bite? Everybody's all interested. Because <laughs> like, right. I'm not very social, so it helped me be social. Okay. Snake bite, yo. Yeah. So, like, I'm glad I never used it for, like, any kind of social media or anything. Yeah. So, when I saw that come out, I was like, oh, <laughs> cool. It's Chad Johnson. All right. Sick. He's, yeah, I like what he's doing over there. But, um, yeah. So, you moved to New York to go to college. Uh-huh. You entered this contest while you were still in college. Which... No, the contest, the, the, the Transworld contest was in 2003. I was a junior in high school. Damn. I was a sophomore going on yeah. junior, I think. Or no, I was I was a junior in high school. I remember early success. Like, you were good right off the bat. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it was, I was 16. Mm-hmm. And I won that contest. They gave me the bike. I was shooting the the when I got that news I was in I was in the driveway of my house and uh, 
I wasn't even allowed to be in the driveway because I was on house arrest, like I said. <laughs> and I was in the street shooting a picture of this little play school bus, like this model bus, and it had these two little figurines that sat outside the bus. And one of them was in a wheelchair. The other one was standing up, and they kind of like had this face going on, like, hey, and they're waiting for the bus. And uh, there's a driver in there. He's like, hey, they're all happy. And I used my, my, twin, or my 200 millimeter lens. I zoomed in and like, made it look big against mm-hmm. the background, you know, it looked like a full size yeah. set. Shot the photo. I had my mom return the play school bus set because I didn't need it anymore. I just had <laughs> to take the picture. Uh, Damn. And then a couple weeks later, uh, they announced the, it was, a, it was a photo for a calendar for the National Interstate Insurance Company who was based in Cleveland. And uh, they, they announced the winner and I won $500 for that too. Damn. Yeah. So it was just the, the whole day, like as a whole, it's just, it's funny, but it's also so bizarrely exciting for me when I think about it. So I love telling that story. Yeah. Damn, dude. See, like I committed to the whole drawing thing, but I didn't never got any kind of like positive reinforcement like that. Oh, drawing's got to be hard, dude. Photography's pretty easy, so I, that I have ease on my side. Drawing is you got to really fucking shine to stand out with that, right? Yeah, fair. Yeah, I mean, there's two ways to do it. It's either you're really detailed, or you're like your own version of abstract, nice. or whatever. You know? Yeah, it's all about presentation, huh? Yeah, like like Jack Leonard's style. <laughs> yeah, I love like, that. Yeah, it's so simple. It's simple, but it's like he when he does it, you're like, fuck, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's funny. And, Oh man, yeah. I I wish I was, I was more productive in that sort of sense. But photography is easy, man. The, when people talk about photography as an art, you got to think about uh, the post processing that happens, like in the dark room, mm-hmm. when you're burning and dodging, using different contrast filters, putting it through the chemicals. Like that's the art. It takes so much longer to make a print than it does to shoot a negative. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the best photographers, Ansel Adams, he'd go to Yosemite and he'd watch the scene. He watched that half dome shot, his one of his most famous photographs. He watched, he just looked at that shot for days, seeing what it looked like under different light, different cloud, what filter he was going to use. He, he knew what he was shooting when he shot the photo. Mm-hmm. Ansel Adams actually put out a series of books. He put out a 10 book series on just making a photograph and the different facets that go into it the camera the film the dark room the chemicals the light yeah it's it's fast he was a genius really cool guy wow uh he was he'd love to share knowledge and he was so good at what he did were you shooting film when you won these contests yeah the the chad moore photo was on provia 100f it was pushed one stop i always did that because i read in uh in ride when ride did uh they did like a photographer this year or something like 2000, I think. They uh-huh. also interviewed Nate Wessel about the TRV 900. <laughs> and that's when I, I wanted to get a TRV 900. And you were like, I'm gonna shoot video too? Well, it's funny because I was shooting video before I was shooting photo. I wasn't shooting video, I was just filming bullshit with a video camera. Right. I was editing too, but uh, the photography is where I learned about photography obviously mm-hmm. and then you, that carries over into video yeah. you know when you frame up a video shot yeah you're pretty much shooting a photograph you know uh but video came first technically 
and then uh, photo, I just learned. I, I learned to just look at things. Yeah, it helped you kind of like understand it more. Yeah. Like the framing of shots. Yeah, like you've got to pay attention to what you're doing or else it's just going to be kind of trash. Mm -hmm. uh, the, we were talking about Ansel Adams. Yeah. Okay. Um, I he's a great guy. Uh, I'm, I heard he was. No. You were saying put about pushing it a stop. Oh yeah. Okay. Is that I'm imagining that's where that name came from. Well, yeah. In Ryan a nutshell, it? yeah. Push it a stop. My friend Ryan Bailey. Shout out Ryan Bailey. He he came. He like he shot film too. I mean, we all shot film back in the day. Uh, Provia, 100F. Push one stop. And up or down? Up. You okay. push it. You set your camera to 200. It's a 100 speed film. You set your camera to 200. So then it can let in less light, uh, so you can get faster shutter speeds or more depth of field. And then what you do to compensate is you leave the film and the developer for a bit longer. Okay, so effectively your the, the photo just gets to develop for a bit longer mm -hmm. because you have underexposed it because you told your camera it was 200 speed. So that's what pushing a stop is. Holy fuck! Yeah, shit. yeah. A lot of people don't understand what it means, but it's it's this old archaic photo process. People still do it though. Don't get me wrong, but like back in the day, it was popular. There's a, a scene in uh, the the Life Aquatic uh -huh. where uh, he's like he's like giving this reel of film to his dude. He's like, "Take this to the lab. Tell him to push it to stop." No yeah, that's so funny. I did you ever every use time. it in a video? I think I yeah, I definitely did in a flip clips. That's awesome. Uh, but pu push it to stop. My friend Ryan Bailey. He's the one who's like, oh, hey. we were talking about making a blog or something. We had a blog, the yeah. Snake Lounge, thesnakelounge.com. <laughs> uh, but it was, it was less serious than it could have been, you know. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to do one like sort of more informative about photography, some tutorials, product reviews. Like it's just a database of like photography knowledge. I like, just yeah. gone through four years of school, studied photography, like every day. It was about shooting photos. Mm -hmm getting cameras, figuring how they work, going in the dark room, going in the digital lab, making prints. Yeah. Just, it, it, I learned everything that there is to know about cameras, photography. Um, so I wanted to share the knowledge. Mm -hmm. Like pretty much like I went to film school so you don't have to. Uh, I probably should have just started with YouTube tutorials. Yeah. Because uh, this was 2009. And I probably could be just wildly famous now. Yeah, isn't yeah. it kind of crazy when you look back at that? Yeah. Because I, I started off blog style too. Yep. Because I saw some graphic designer that had his own page mm -hmm. and he sold his shirts on the side. And I was like, I want to do that. Who was it? Scott Hansen? Yeah. ISO 50. We talked about, we must have talked about this. Yeah. Dude, yeah. shout out Scott Hansen. He, he's still doing it. You seen him play live, Tycho? I haven't seen him live, no. Oh, man, that's a show. But yeah, what a genius, man. He's on some shit. Um, yeah, so when when did the video stuff come in it like take hold? Or like, you've always been shooting photos. I'm not saying you ever stopped shooting photos. I'm saying, what was your first video? Was it the Flip Clip series that you started doing the videos? Oh no, okay, so um, 
the first full-length video I put together was called A Very Dirty Movie. And it, my crew was called CFDK, Chagrin Falls Dirty Kids. And it was pretty much just our rendition of Jackass. This was right when Jackass and CKY were just at their highest, dude. They were doing yeah. the craziest, dumbest shit ever. And we loved it. The pranks they pull on people, the skateboarding, just everyday fucking antics. With some BMX sprinkled in there. And we had a couple friends that skated, one friend rollerbladed. But I made this this video. It was 2000. It was the winter of 2000. I think January 2001 it came out. It was an hour. <laughs> it was an hour and 30 seconds long. Wow. And it was funny because that was such a problem when we got to the, the duplicator. He's like, well, we could have used a one one hour tape because they're this basic standard for VHS tape. He's like, but there's 30 seconds more than one hour, so we got to step up to a 90-minute tape. We're like, motherfucker. Oh. But that last scene is so pivotal, dude. It, it just brings it all together. We <laughs> couldn't, couldn't lose it. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. We made 10 copies on VHS. Oh, shit. And I had like two or three master copies. Nice. It's on Vimeo now, if anyone wants to watch it. Cool, we can link it. CFDK, a very dirty movie. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I spent probably two weeks. And it was winter time, and it was at night. I would edit a lot at night. And I was living in my mom's basement. So this is before you went to school. Yeah, this is two. Yeah, this is uh, two thousand. Mm -hmm. I was in eighth grade, and I was about to. Eh, I could have been a freshman, but I think I was in eighth grade. Damn, dude. I remember riding around on my bike in, in year 2000, like, trying to ride BMX, but I didn't know about anything yet. I uh, was just about to learn about Little Devil. Like, I started in 99, it was like... Okay. You started riding in 99? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, uh... That's cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying... I, I got... I was pretty sad. I got my first, uh ride BMX in 98 Jeez. I was really into skateboarding first mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I was watching the sports and music festival on MTV yeah and I think it was the year that Jimmy LeVan tried that huge gap yeah over the the truck trailer yeah and I saw that and I was like that's fucking awesome and I I went to like the hobby store that day, I think, and I bought a yo-yo, and I bought a ride BMX. <laughs> this was when yo-yos were wildly popular. Hell yeah, you're like, I'm going to get something that rolls right now. That could have been it. I never drew the parallel there, but you could be right. Uh, but the, it was like the month in my crew where we were all into yo-yos. Yeah. And one time for a week, we were into throwing cards. Like, you have a stack of playing cards, and you yeah. just throw them. And I, I even seeked out a book. This might be the first time I ever used Amazon. I was in fourth grade, and I wanted to find this book about throwing cards. It was called, it was called like using cards as weapons or something like that, <laughs> like something just that basic. And I had seen this on MTV. I think, dude, it's so crazy oh the things God. that MTV actually turned me on to. I never thought of that. But uh, it was like real life. I throw cards as weapons. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't. It wasn't that. It wasn't like, that. It was a uh, true life. I just bought a ride BMX. That's how it went, dude. I I, I 
I bought a ride BMX. It was it had Todd Lyons on the cover. He was doing an X <laughs> up. It was shot fisheye. Nice. Wild man. Wild man. He's from Ohio. No way. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's from Ohio. Damn, that's sick. Yeah. Jinko jeans. You remember Jinkos? How many pairs? I couldn't afford them. Really? Yeah. I'm sorry. Nah, it's all right. I'd like two or three. <laughs> <laughs> I had the Airwalks to go with them too. My mom was a seamstress, so like the one year for like Halloween or something, I had her make me like baggy pants. Nice. Like, oh, then, that's legit, dude. Yeah, and then like a year or two later, I grew like a foot, and then they weren't baggy anymore. You like, <laughs> you them in a chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's funny that you mentioned about the underexposed photograph shit. Okay. Because when when I graduated college. I didn't have Instagram and I was anti-Instagram because I was like that just turns any regular schmo into a, a quote-unquote photographer and I was like annoyed by it. What year did you graduate college? 2008. Instagram wasn't even around then. Instagram was invented in 2010. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But like what I'm saying is when it, when it came out I was like I know how to do this in Photoshop. I don't need to, I don't oh, need to okay. I filter a photo. I remember when that was crazy. And remember when it was like it was cheating if you used if you used something more than your phone. Yeah. I liked that. I enjoyed it when it was just photos, no yeah. videos, and you had to take it with the camera. It was almost like look how artsy you could be in the very Justice. fucking second. Yeah. And that was cool. Yeah. But um, I had a three G. What I learned about Instagram was that it, the the original filters were developed around that old camera and that's why those filters look so weird on like newer phones like, okay because the phones shoot so crazy now yeah so like i would it's just crazy that you told you told me that process because i was basically doing the digital version of this oh yeah a lot of people do that i would tap on the brightest point and i would try and get the focus close to what it was uh-huh. but those phones didn't have very much depth anyway uh-huh. and I, so i basically shoot it dark and I would punch it up. Yep. Uh, it's it's always better to underexpose a digital image because you can brighten up the dark pixels. But if you overexpose, you blow out pixels. Mm-hmm. There's zero 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 no no twenty two fifty five two fifty five two fifty five value. You know what I'm talking about? I never heard of that one. When you like select a color in Photoshop, mm-hmm. it's, it goes from zero to two fifty five. Yeah. So 255, 255, 255 is just bright white. Unless it's 000. zero, zero. I know hex code's better. Okay, so this is FFFFFF. Yeah. Bright white, bright, bright white. You can't bring any information back down from that. There's nothing in there except for yeah. bright white pixels. But if you have a 000, you can turn it into 000FF. Mm-hmm. Like a little bit of gray, you know, at least there's something there. Yeah, you got get some information. Exactly, but conversely, with negative film, it's better to overexpose. Oh. Yeah. Because it's the opposite. Because it's a dark image to begin with. The film is dark. Yes. Wow. Uh, it's uh, but then with uh, slide film, it's better to underexpose because you can keep you get deeper colors. And when people shoot slide film, they want the deepest, richest, most vibrant colors that you can get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. Now, what was the next video that you made after that local one? Like, what? I'm trying to get the connection to New York. Like, 
Okay, you want let's put this in a time frame. Yeah. Uh, the next video was Love Hate, the Love Hate video. Love Hate was a little cooling company that we ran out of my mom's basement. Uh, we did T-shirts, some long sleeves. I think we did some trucker hats, <laughs> and uh, maybe a jacket or two. I don't really remember. But where, where were you sourcing that stuff from? Um, my uncle. He had these stores in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, uh, and he he introduced me to his screen printer, and he pretty much just walked me through the process of Sick. of making a T-shirt. And he yeah. did our first run. He did like twenty four shirts, maybe. And then, uh, and <laughs> this is a great story too. I love this story. Uh, my friend Phil, he's a rollerblader. He was trying to drop in on the quarter pipe. We had this shitty quarter pipe in my backyard. Mm -hmm. Six foot tall, he had never dropped in on a skateboard before. I think we were all stone sober too. We were in freshman year of high school. Mm -hmm. No, 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 eighth grade, because this footage was in a very dirty movie, mm -hmm. CFDK video. He goes to drop in, he takes off his front foot because he's scared once he, like when he gets right to the flat bottom, and it folds under him and he sits on it and it's fucking gruesome. It, it's just crazy, disgusting footage of a leg breaking in half. And we sell that footage to the show called You Gotta See This on Fox. Do you ever remember that show? How'd you, what, did you just, you found a phone number or like guess what we Yeah, got? yeah, because when you, when you watch a show they go at the end, if you have crazy footage or whatever and you want to sell it, call this number, yeah. So we called and Man, I forget. We probably sent in a, a VHS tape or like a mini D. No, it was on Digital 8. We must have just sent in the footage, mailed it in, and I just got a notification back like, hey, we're going to use this footage. You, we, we pay $500. It'll, be, it'll air this day or whatever. Yeah. And dude, it's such a funny segment. It's like two minutes long. I, I don't know where I have the file still, but I know I have it. But it's like, let's see what... Oh, I and I wish I remembered verbatim what he said, but they just made it into this whole spectacle. Yeah. He breaks his fucking leg. We get $500. I buy a, a screen printing kit oh, off of eBay, of like a four color, one station press. Wow. Bunch of screens, like the uh, emulsion you'd use to burn the screen. The, the whole kit, dude. Yeah. We were yeah. ready to go. Burning screens, which I'm sure you know, is, it's a fucking bitch sometimes. Yeah, burst. Dude, it takes time to mm -hmm. dial in the process. Yeah, I never even figured it out. I, I go to the local screen printer's go. Dude, it's it's worth it to pay the premium to have someone do it. You need such a controlled environment. You need the perfect temperatures, water pressure, exposure, all that. There's different meshes too. Oh yeah, there's just so it's such a technical process. But once you get it figured out, it's awesome. Mm -hmm. Start churning out shirts, dude. It's we used to print shirts all night, dude. Like this was we we were drinking Jim Beam and shit like that. Too. <laughs> This must have been right around freshman, freshman sophomore year when we were getting loose, dude, nice. just printing t-shirts and shit. We got the contract for the, um, the school tennis team. No way. Yeah, there were, and there was a local, this local guy that had been printing shirts for the tennis team for like decades, and he heard that we got the contract. He was fucking pissed. It was so funny because wow. we were just as young kids, just yeah. smoking weed in the basement and printing t-shirts, and he's got like these. Like digital rigs, he's like, oh, I got nothing to print now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. You had a pretty productive youth, man. 
Yeah, I gotta keep busy. I think I have ADHD. If if it's a real thing, uh-huh. I think I probably have it, but I don't think it's a real thing. <laughs> you probably have it too, dude. I've seen your office. You're always doing <laughs> shit. Yeah, I actually, like, I thought about it after I explained it to you last night, and I was like, I think I'm a fucking tweaker. Oh, yeah, dude. It's just, <laughs> I, I have a really hard time just, like, kind of sitting there, you know? Um, yeah. I either have to be watching a movie that I, I really like, that I'm into, or I have to be, like, super stoned, mm-hmm. just baked, just chilling, or, like, playing video games. Or even playing video games is it's entertaining to your brain. Yeah. Uh, but just sitting still doesn't work for me. I have a sitting disorder. I like to say you have one too you have you identify this right yeah what my legs like restless leg syndrome not like just physically legs but you just have a hard time sitting and doing nothing you know yeah. you're always doing things yeah because like i'm always thinking like i'm running behind on something there you go yeah <laughs> but basically my i always pretend my goal is to do whatever i gotta take care of so then i will eventually be able to relax like if, if i put in enough time this day that I've warranted my relax. Oh yeah, you got to the, the day. You got to earn the off time. Yeah. A long day goes a long way. That's <laughs> one of the, one of the favorite quotes. That's a good one. So, you moved to New York after that video? You did a okay. couple more at home? Um Love Hate video that came out senior year. Moved to New York. Uh, August 2005. Did you have like a break between or you just went straight to college? Straight to college after wow. summer. Oh. Uh, my sister oh, my sister and I moved there. She she enrolled at NYU for the last two years. She had already been in Columbus, Ohio for two years and uh, we both moved to New York and uh, then I started school and then that's kind of when riding took a back seat for me mm-hmm. in a way uh, I, I still had my bike there and I'd pedal around a bit there was these two manual pads in Union Square I I was living in the dorms like not far from Union Square and there is this little island manual pad set up in front of the McDonald's there and I would just ride that alone mm-hmm. like I didn't really I would like I'd run it I think I forget who I met there it might have been Joey Piazza but I, I didn't know who he was, you know, at the time. And mm. he just kind of saw me riding there and we talked for a minute. And then he kind of, I think he went to school upstate anyways, too. I didn't see much of him when I just moved there. But, um, yeah, these manual pads, I just wrote them a bunch. And then I linked up with Steve Croteau, Steve-O. Mm-hmm. And he was showing me around, introducing me to people. We shot a, a dig interview um, that came out and probably 2000 like fall 2006 damn uh and and uh that like really introduced me to shooting in new york because it was brutal dude i got in a fight with a security guard uh i had a holga like a plastic camera around yeah. my neck and he tried to like rip it out of my hands or, like off my neck or something. i ended up cutting my hand like like pulling the camera back from him there's no scar or anything oh. but like they, it just has those metal tabs on the end to lock the 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 film back on. Cut my hand. I was bummed, but uh, damn. We got the photo. We got a photo of the. He was going for a Smith grind on this tall outledge, 
and he only got the pegs and then the security guards in the background of the shot for the pegs it's pretty funny because you could like already then he was yeah. pissed because he was in the photo yeah and and steve was riding that <laughs> they got animal sticker on the rail too Jeez, nice wow and so you were shooting pr primarily photography at that point so you you yeah, had, you I, had done a couple videos, but you were still like primarily. Yeah, once I once I moved to New York for photo school, it was it was photo until uh, I took a video class. It was my second or third year, and I took a video class and I made this little edit. Like one of our projects was just to make like three minute narrative, uh -huh. three and a half minute narrative. So I filmed my friend putting his bike together. And then going out and riding it like that's mm -hmm. the story look we put that we put together the bike we go and pedal around at the end i think he takes it apart because he was flying in and flying out so we filmed that and the rest of the filler the middle is just riding footage yeah. it was all in vx2000 and everyone was psyched the whole class got they kind of like whatever for the whole edit and then my friend did a curve wall ride everyone just blew what the fuck? I've never seen someone do a curve wall ride before. Yeah. I guess to the civilian, a curve wall ride is pretty fucking cool. Yeah. But uh, it was mostly photo that I was interested in. But actually, my senior project, uh, spring of 2009, my senior project was a video. I made it, <laughs> this is kind of embarrassing. I made a, a music video for to an Aphex Twin song. You know, Aphex Twin. Yeah. And, uh, like most people for for their senior show they they just hung up the photo on the wall you know it's a gallery style mm -hmm. exhibit i requested uh, this janitor's closet <laughs> so you have the video playing yeah and, and i i hung <laughs> i hung all these like crazy lights yeah and these reflective foils and stuff and it was just this, it was like an experience you know like i wanted it to be yeah. more of an experience than just a photograph you know that's how i was thinking like and the video was just very abstract mm -hmm. and very uh, in your face, you know. We can pull it up. You want to link to it? Sure. Yeah. Uh, pull up. Pull up. What kind of phone do you have? This is an SE. Oh, that's right. You said that. I did two Aphex Twin music videos in college. Jeez. Oh, they probably flagged it. Uh-uh. <laughs> what did you do? You went to Vimeo.com? When I was trying to search your shit? Yeah. If you search the name of the song or the name of the edit, I got better results than looking up your profile. Okay. I have one sister. I have an older sister. You said you had a sister too? Yeah, I got a little sister. Nice. I got two big brothers. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, but I only grew up with one of them. Okay. And the other one I look more like. Huh.
Yeah, they must have taken it down. But it was, uh, that was my senior project. Damn. School was cool for me. I learned a lot. I spent a lot of time in the dark room in the digital lab. I, I got a job as a, a, a teaching assistant afterwards for a couple years after I graduated, and I could use the labs just like I was a student still. Damn. Use, dude, all their ink, their <laughs> fucking drum scanners photochemicals I was in there I was pretty much still a student I just didn't have to go to class wow yeah I was living life man it was so fun jeez now what I didn't do in school where I fucked up is I didn't network uh I was kind of to myself kept my headphones on a lot and then when I was talking to people I was drunk so (laughs) yeah that's 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 one great piece of advice is you gotta network you gotta be cool to people make people want to work with you you know yeah I mean you know this I'm just telling the viewers yeah yeah, yeah. it's something that it took me a long time to learn because mm-hmm. I was kind of similar you know I, I would see you know in school they kind of like taught us to be kind of thinking in the freelance sense and they're like whatever social media is out there you need to be on it you need to be talking to people going doing things and it was always like the social people were the ones getting the jobs yep yep story and they're not necessarily the ones with the skill though exactly it's but a, they're the one to hear about the opportunity in the first place mm-hmm. yeah I, I'm really curious about like the video stuff because we watched um, flip clips yesterday and it was like seven or eight so that I means eight you, flip clips and I'm, I'm imagining you did you didn't do these out of, out of succession you did actually literally eight of these style videos yeah. I may have seen them all. I may not have. Oh, man. But that, just that one that we watched was a fuck ton of people. Like, like, kind of like a, a more futuristic Stu Johnson, in a sense, where, like, it was like a props episode, but it was, like, of your travels, wherever you were. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a compliment. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, it was really just uh, it was actually I called it flip clips because I had a flip cam mm-hmm. if you remember the flip cam yeah and this was way before a phone could do video you just roll within your pocket kind yeah as this bulky little it's like as if you taped like nine iPod shuffles together <laughs> like three by three by three that's what it felt like in your pocket damn uh, and oh no not shuffles the nanos yeah you tape nine of those together. And uh, just film whatever. Just like film riding, obviously. Film like partying. Film like homeless people doing weird shit. Yeah. Film lights in Times Square. Like you had a lot of time. Like yeah. I felt like you had a lot of time to film and you had a lot of time to nicely edit this. Together. Oh no. The first four flip clips the first three flip clips I threw together mm-hmm. and I was more focused with filming more flip clips my my party days I just wanted to get back out and ride and party yeah and so I didn't put in any thought to the editing of flip clips until four 
and because uh, that's when I quit partying. So <laughs> that's when that's when editing became more of like an art for me, an art form because I paid attention and I made deliberate cuts, segues. I mixed yeah. sound like yeah. I just took time with it, and, and I I just wanted people to appreciate like the cleanliness, the aesthetics, you know, rather than just this, the content. Yeah. Cause it got like so much more tame after I stopped partying. It was just, it was mostly like Aqua Teen Hunger Force samples <laughs> and like, and like funny, like clean stuff, not like partying and like, mm. uh, I don't think you'll be able to find the first three flip clips online though. They must've got flagged cause I used, I used, some sh- I don't know. Good luck, though. Yeah. Uh, you might be able to find them. But uh, 7 and 8, maybe 6, 2 is on my Vimeo. I think. I don't know. Because yeah. you said you only saw four videos on it last night. When I searched, yeah. But then was, there, you found, you could find more. Mm-hmm, when okay. I searched the name of them. So that's, that's kind of when you got the video bug. Well, I was still shooting photos mm-hmm. with the, the flip clips. Because flip clips started... On my half birthday, I bought myself a flip cam, yeah. uh, and that was August tenth, two thousand. Nah. No, 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 whoa. Two thousand seven. That makes more sense. Yeah, I was living in Spanish Harlem, <laughs> and I went down to Adorama, and I bought a flip cam. They just had them right there. They had, they had just come out. They even had like the billboards on the taxi cabs going by and stuff. It said, wow. it said, do you flip? Yeah. That was like their tagline. I remember that. And uh, so I, I would just carry that thing. I'd have my camera bag on my back. I'd have my phone and my flip cam. Oh, okay, gotcha. And now. so like when I'd be shooting like a, a photo of a bunny hop or something like that, I'd ask a friend to just film it with a flip cam. Yeah. And that would become a, that would become a clip for flip clips. Yeah. And flip clips was just more like fun stuff. Yeah. But I was still shooting photos. That mm-hmm. was, I was still in school and I was focusing on that. It gave you something that it's something to do that wasn't so serious. Maybe. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, even starting with a very dirty movie in 2000, it was just fun to edit because we were just filming jackass style shit, you know? Yeah. So I like to, I like to keep it fun, but, uh, it depends on the project. Now, where, how do we get from there to your newest creation that you're still working on? Um, oof. How do we get there? Years, dude, leaps and bounds. Yeah, because you went from New York to to Los Angeles, Los Angeles, and that was uh, October 2014. I made it to LA. I don't know. I left Ohio. I I was uh, I took all my stuff from New York and put it at my mom's in Mm. Columbus, Ohio. This is where we left off on the first episode. Okay, cool. Right here. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) This is where it gets fun. Uh, I drive to. Los Angeles alone. All my stuff that I brought with me in a, a Honda Accord, a four-door Honda Accord. My mom had just given it. I don't know. My sister gave it to me for shooting her wedding. Oh, nice! I shot her wedding in May of fourteen, and I took her car and drove to LA October fourteen, and I stopped in 
Chattanooga, Tennessee, and I rode that that launch ramp to launch at the quarter steep ass. Yeah, it's like broken with like the fountain. Yeah, the fountain. It's at the aquarium there. Yeah. Funny side story. My friends grandparents owned that aquarium or they ran it or something like that. but yeah they had that crazy fucking thing and Corey Martinez had all those clips in it and yeah. uh square one yeah there's this photo of Rat Kid just fucking boosting them uh but I was I got there at night and I uh I had my friend shooting photos of me just airing it as a quarter pipe because I was afraid to jump it straight Dude, yeah I thought they were going to be like two feet high when I got there they're tall oh really they're like at least five feet oh, there's shit. a hefty gap if you case that gap there's fucking terror happening <laughs> but if you if you go too fast and overshoot it it's steep mm-hmm. you're gonna land like flat but anyways yeah i wake up the next morning and i'm like i'm not leaving this city till i jump that so i drive back it's like 7 30 in the morning i set up my phone and i fucking i do like one lap around the aquarium i'm like all right fuck Pedal, 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 jump. Dude, I go so high. I'm coming straight down dead sailor. I was probably within five degrees of going over the bars, and I just wrote it out. And I thought, fuck, I'm so glad that didn't go horribly wrong, but I'm so glad I did that. And then I drove to New Orleans. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but on the way to New Orleans, this is actually, I haven't thought about this in a while. I was in, uh, like, Mobile, Alabama, some city in Alabama. And I was about to be in Mississippi. I think that's the order of them. I always get Alabama and Mississippi uh, switched. Mm-hmm. But I think I was in Alabama, and I was on the border of Mississippi. I was checking out this wall ride, and these cops roll up, or they were undercover, Crown Victorias. Yeah. They whoop me with the lights. I wasn't even going anywhere. I was taking a picture of a fence of a wall ride outside of this <laughs> warehouse. You got busted just for taking a photo of the spot. Exactly. And it gets more fun than that. (laughs) They run my license, and my driver's license is suspended because I had let my insurance in New York lapse because I wasn't living in New York anymore, so I didn't pay for my car insurance anymore. Automatically, that suspends your license in New York State. So he's like, the cop says to me, he's like, he's like, you got a car full of shit. I was moving to LA, right? He's like, you got a you got a car full of shit. We don't know what's in all these bags. You got a New York State ID. You got a car with Ohio plates, and you say you're going to Los Angeles. It's like, sir, I know it sounds crazy. He's like, on top of that, your license suspended. I'm like, I, is there? I said, sir. I put my hands like I was like, sir. Is there any way that like you could just like let me go? He's like, well, he's like, he's like. Driving with a suspended license in say Alabama, you automatically go to jail for 90 days or some shit like that. And I was just like, come on now. I didn't say, come on now. I, that's, I was still pleading with him, sir, please. I just, he's like, all right, well, oh border of Mississippi is about a half hour from here. I suggest you go the speed limit on the freeway until you get there. And I'm like, all right, thank you, thank you, thank you. I dip. Okay, but part of the story is the building that I was taking the picture of is some like undercover police headquarter where they do like fake drug busts or something or what? real drug busts, fake drug deals, whatever they do. Yeah. They thought I was I was taking pictures of their facility when I was taking pictures of this wall ride. Yeah, see, it seems mad suspicious. Yes, but oh, man, I was 
I got out of that though. That could have been so bad. But I made it to New Orleans that night. I hung out in New Orleans for a few days, maybe two days, with my friend Ty. Ty Rose. Shout out Ty Rose. Um, and then I went to Texas Toast in Austin. Uh, that was like, I want to say it was October 16th or 17th. And that toast was fun. Was that the first one? It was the last one. I think it was the last one, yeah. Wow. I had gone to two, and it was the second one. And I think it was the last one, 2014. Does that sound right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And And then I got to... I stopped in Phoenix for a few nights. I did Halloween in, in Phoenix. Oh, shit. I dressed up like a cheerleader. Dude, this is so <laughs> weird because I was, I was sober. I was, did I did sober October mm-hmm. that year. I just didn't smoke any weed. And uh, I just completely clear-minded. I dressed up like a cheerleader. <laughs> like, like, a, like a raver chick cheerleader. Yeah. Like straight like... When I think about it outside of Halloween, I was just cross-dressing. <laughs> There's photos of me. I'll, I'll have to send them to you. Don't link to them, though. But Yeah, that's funny. I just looked like a raver chick. And I walked around Phoenix and took pictures of people and talked to people. Yeah. Sounds like a blast. Yeah. <laughs> and, then I, and then I got to L.A. on November 6th. Uh, you remember and, days very specifically, day numbers. Yeah, there's something about dates and numbers that I just can't forget. I'll remember month and year, but you got day, day numbers, remember. Yeah, um, only recently I realized that uh, when I remember numbers, I remember the shapes of them and not their actual value. So that's actually helped me remember numbers a lot more because I, I just think of what they look like. Yeah, Yeah. that's how I add like if if I'm adding five I find five points on the five and I like nice that's why I can never do math fast (laughs) (laughs) oh shit so now you didn't have a plan you were just like I'm going to LA no I did have a plan Um, Adam22 hired me to make the on some shit on everything videos okay Uh, they Began and Stevie had moved to LA like that March, I think. Mm-hmm. So I was half a year late getting in, and so they had they had some footage they'd film of each other on the HMC. They had they had this uh, Opteca lens, and, and they were filming thirty. P, they were filming twenty four p. I think maybe I don't know, but <laughs> you can tell the you can tell which footage is their old footage compared to the footage when I took over mm-hmm. when you watch those videos. Stevie's intro has a lot of the stuff that they had filmed and that's a lot of Stevie's best footage like real cool technical stuff like almost like he's like keeping up with Began on these bench to bench setups there's a clip where he does like left side ice to right side hanger on a ledge to bench setup oh I shit. love that one damn yeah uh, so so yeah this is November 14 we start filming those and then um April 1st 2016 is when we put out those videos we put out for each day of the week it was like Began, Caleb, Mikey, Stevie, Dylan Lloyd and uh, so that was November 14 
Damn. To April 16th. So that was like your first kind of foray into like doing video work for somebody kind of stuff? It was, it was cool because I was like salaried as a, as a filmer and sort of team manager too, if I can be completely honest with myself. Mm -hmm. I was parking the van wherever it went. Sometimes I had to take the van home with me, you know, like that's a hassle in itself, finding parking for that shit in LA. Right. I was fucking waking the riders up, you know, taking them out to eat, making sure they were happy, finding spots, taking them to spots, setting up cameras. You yeah. know, it was like a it was like a serious gig and I took it very seriously. You ask any of those guys and they know I took it seriously. Like I was probably an asshole to them, but like <laughs> I was like, dude, your boss is paying me to make sure these videos come out good so like we need this shit to come out good you know what i'm saying <laughs> it just it just it felt like it felt like at some times i was the only one who cared about the video and so that was really frustrating for me but i was just i would get in moods sometimes like not feeling productive or like we just have a bad we strike out mm -hmm. get to a spot it's gone get to a spot it's capped get to a spot we get kicked out you know mm -hmm. that's la it, that shit happens all the time yeah uh, but I also wanted to ride too, and this yeah. is when this is when my riding progressed. Like it's never progressed before. Was when I started riding with Stevie, Began, Dylan, Mikey. Like they were so good. They're they're so fucking good at what they do. And I was just there, like wow. Like all right. Like let me see if I can do some of this stuff. Yeah. And from from the time I got to LA until the time the video was over. April's 2016 I, I progressed a lot uh, and then after that I was kind of burnt out mm -hmm. on riding and so I took a break uh, the re it seems like the reception of those videos was pretty good yeah um, I, I, I still enjoy watching them sometimes so that's a good feeling because I usually don't like to watch stuff that I've put out now am I, am I wrong did you guys do that more than one year in a row it was just the one series on everything. On everything was only one series, one for one year, and that was it. Yeah, a year and a half we filmed for. Okay, well, that's, I just mean like they were only re released in one year. Like, yeah. Like they came out one time. Yep. There wasn't a second beacon on everything. Oh, there I, we put out the on the sides. I on call the sides. It. Yeah, okay. and it was just the B-roll footage and some leftover shit. Okay. Because I remember those. Those were those went hard. <laughs> yeah. Man, they oh Donicky too. How could we forget Alex Donicky? Yeah. He was in there. That you film him too. Yeah, man, he is a treat to film with. He's so dialed. He thinks of the coolest stuff. He does it so quickly, and he's always down to like get a second angle, do it again. You know, if you fuck up, he's like, yeah, it's gonna no ball, mate. You know, he's like <laughs> so sick. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, I was uh, I was really psyched on that gig. Damn. Uh, yeah, that's what got me to LA. That's what took me to LA. And uh, and then I I got some more connections. Uh, actually, the first day I got to LA, I was shooting a, a barrel signed by Brian Cranston from Breaking Bad. Uh, Sony was selling; they were auctioning off this barrel, like one of the prop barrels from Breaking Bad. That I guess the meth was in or something. Yeah, I didn't. I never got into that show, but I get the yeah. gist. <laughs> and the barrel was signed by Brian Cranston and two other people I forget who they were but my job was to just photograph the barrel and make it look good so they could auction it off and uh, that was the first day I got to LA 
and that's the reason I had to be there on November 6th. Oh, wow. That's why. That's kind of why I remember that date. Because you, you did have, like, a little gig. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I sucked. Damn, dude. Hell yeah. And you still live in, live in L.A.? I still live in Los Angeles, yeah. So, did any more videos come out after that? Yeah. Um, the sides? Okay. Uh, one, the first one I remember is Dylan Lloyd, We the People Buck promo, which we watched last night. Yeah. So, okay wow yeah that would I, th- I want to say that came out like late 16 uh-huh. that would make sense in my head because there's a clip in there that we had filmed for on everything or I used like some run-up clip from on everything I don't know I did something in conjunction with on everything so that's why that's why I feel like it was mm-hmm. right one right after another yeah Dylan's wildly productive too uh, I love filming around with Dylan Lloyd we were just we'd go out and like he'd understand he took it seriously he still takes it seriously so I love that he was the way I was behind the camera he was just as much in front of the camera like yeah. we're doing this we're getting paid we're making this professional let's fucking do it you know yeah. that that was his attitude and so <laughs> it worked out really well and I really like how that promo came out too yeah that's what's up wow and then there was a a vegan merit edit uh, it was a promo for his peg, I think. GFEs. Yeah. Uh, and then um, Grant Castelluzzo profile video. We just watched that too. Yeah. I love that one. That's that's probably like my favorite BMX edit that I've made. I think I've been sitting on that song for so long. <laughs> I just need the right rider, and it just it fell right into my lap. And Grant Grant's so dialed; he lands his tricks mm-hmm. second, third, fourth try all the time. Sometimes first try, mm-hmm. and the shit he does is like technical link yeah. grind, grind, manual grind, spin, grind. Yeah, he's so playing chess with his pegs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, <laughs> that could be said. Uh, he wow. would he'd get three clips minimum three clips every time we went out to film and we only filmed for maybe two and a half months for that video and what's it almost like four minutes long I think yeah. although it's a pretty slow edit mm-hmm. but uh, he, yeah it was it was really good writing and filming with him did any other companies approach you to do video work for them I guess we the people maybe but like um, you know it, it was a weird email I think I got from Ryan Scher when he asked if I'd be interested in working on the Sabrosa video mm. that would make sense right Sabrosa not Shadow Chadwick did right. the Shadow video yeah. and uh, I th- I was I think I told him I just quit drinking and I didn't think I could hang with the crew because mm. they seemed like a party crew <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. and um I'm pretty sure that's what I said and and obviously I didn't get the gig um, but that was my reasoning mm-hmm. and I stick by it yeah uh, I'm trying to think of the time frame that would be but I was still in New York mm-hmm. uh, I guess we we, we went you, back we went yeah. back a, too, a little too far there okay. so you did get approached a little bit yeah but I think I was still serious about photo too at that mm-hmm. time uh, yeah. But but we the people they got Paul Robinson doing a lot of video work for them and then Grant does, he's he's the TM now and he does the video work but 
Paul Paul Robinson does a, re- a lot of really cool stuff. You're probably familiar with his yeah, work. Yeah. He does a little bit of everything, and he keeps it clean over there. Mm-hmm. So they don't really. Well, now they got Grant, but I I was doing a lot of. I did the Dill video. I helped them with some Mikey stuff when Mike was Mikey on there for. Mikey wasn't on there for that long. Um, I sold photos to them too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. sold this this uh, this Dill photo. Oh, I have it in my wallet. I love it. <laughs> it's one of my favorite photos, dude. Hell yeah. He's doing this up rail to whip, and it's fisheye, real close, like a real dark, moody sky. He's got, like, this red hat on, I think. He's just, he just sticks out like crazy. And uh, that's one of my favorite riding photos I've ever shot. It was on his birthday. It was March 1st. Wow. And it must have been 2016 because the footage was in on everything. Now, from the outside perspective, I feel like I never, maybe I wasn't paying attention enough to know, like, what your output was, if it was steady or not, but it kind of seemed like you were a photographer like Z or Delecky, but you just happened to do video stuff on the side. Like, you, like... That's high praise, but they're dedicated photographers paid by magazines. That is their their job you seemed like you were like like the come up version at one point okay i know i know okay but then push it to stop i think he like there was like a side site for push it to stop on the come up yeah that was that was um 2012 Mm -hmm. when i started working for the come up and it wasn't until like a year later that we integrated push it to stop Mm because uh, there was some issue where like I would post something on push to stop and then I would just link it from the com- I don't know they just wanted it to be like one in the same mm. and I think I got some like sign on bonus or some shit like that but I want to say they still have the link on their website to push to stop and it, it hasn't, hasn't been updated in a really long time so you kind of had to like take it and keep going with it on your own then yeah I, I kind of the the website aspect of push to stop really like fizzled out for me mm-hmm. i was uh i was i had a broken leg uh, i was recovering from surgery in 2010 is that what that scars from um i no i got plenty of scars you have you have like a one big striper oh that's that's a pedal that's a pedal this is the, the ankle surgery Jeez. yeah there's staples in there but i got two pins in there right now but that's when pushes. That's when I started. That's when Pushes Stop was born, and I did a majority of the product reviews, some of the tutorials. This was all when I had a broken leg, recovering on my mom's couch. I just worked on the blog all the time. I had nothing else to do, dude. Yeah. That was the worst time of my life. Not really, actually, but it was really bad. Mm-hmm. Being on crutches. I don't know if you've ever been on crutches. No. It's just so debilitating. You have to use your arms to get around. Like you're oh, just yeah. so limited. I stood there for do. a second. Like it hurts my armpits just going across <laughs> the living room. Yeah, I gained probably twenty five pounds. Oh shit! I was I was bedridden on crutches for three months. Wow! And then I maxed out at right around two twenty five. <laughs> and that was uh, March twenty eleven. And, and that's that's the heaviest I've ever been and it's there's this photo of me on my birthday like holy shit man 
since down to uh, I weighed myself and my mom's the other day 185 nice. which is close to my target yeah my weight fluctuates all the time it's uh bizarre but I guess everyone's might mm-hmm. but I'll go through phases where I eat a lot a lot a lot a lot and I'll eat all day you know <laughs> okay. like unhealthy eating healthy foods mm-hmm. but unhealthy amounts right yeah eating in abundance as my mom used to put it what eating in abundance oh yeah because that's what I would do I she if she handed me a, a family size bag of Doritos I handed her oh. back an empty one <laughs> yeah <laughs> That could be said. Yeah, portioning was not my forte. Like a cereal box. I can crush a cereal box. <laughs> I can crush a whole box of cereal in one sitting. Damn. I just snort it. <laughs> snort these Cheerios. Now, is um, is Angles the next video after all those videos? Yeah. Wow. Um, so it's been a long break then since... Well, no, I've been filming for angles since, since I moved to LA. Oh. I have footage of myself. You, you have a nice little. <laughs> yeah, I got a stack, clips. dude. I probably have seven minutes of footage. You got more than a Clipnik basket. Clipnik basket. Oh my god. Did you just come up with that? No, okay. Rafa came up with that. Nice. When Shout we would go out Rafa. Saturday, he's, Yeah. He's awesome. <laughs> Filling up the Clipnik basket. So it sounds like you have like a safe. Yeah, I've Just got a full. I've got a folder. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we. I've been working on this video for a long time. It didn't become like a f- complete idea until the drive home from Nora Cup mm. in twenty six, twenty sixteen. Because from, no, 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 fuck, man, sixteen and seventeen matched together for me. Especially depending on the series of events. 17. It could be... Fuck. Okay, let's say it's 17. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was driving home from Nora Cup from Vegas back to LA. And I just lost like 150 bucks in the casino there. And I was just so pissed off, dude. And I was like, I need to figure out how to get happier and I just needed to be working on a project mm-hmm. you know I would I guess oh this was when I was driving Uber and I was doing Postmates I was like just not being productive mm-hmm. um, I would get like I would sell a writing photo like once every couple months you know People weren't printing that much anymore. Yeah, people just wanted video, and like there were so many filmers in L. There's so many filmers still in LA, but I wasn't doing much. You know, I was sort of just living, surviving, working. Yeah, it's like I needed to get psyched on something again, and so I decided that I was gonna do a full length video. You know, Uh, I just wanted to make my own video. Right. Something where no one's telling me that what it needs to look like, what it needs to include, what music to use. Like, this is my video. And it's been since CFDK, a very dirty movie in 2000. Wow. More or less that I've just had full creative reign. That's crazy. And uh, that's why I'm so excited about it, is because it's just 100% mine. Now, is it weird that you're, you have these clips that are kind of, like, old? Like, 
I'm sure that you filmed I'm sure it's cool stuff that you filmed really well but like is it just like this stuff's timeless and it doesn't matter I'd like to think it's timeless yeah. not necessarily just my footage you can tell my older footage because I have a lot of hair oh yeah <laughs> uh, I didn't start buzzing my head until maybe like two years ago mm -hmm. and so oh yeah that's when bald spots bald spots started <laughs> right after right before I started buzzing my hair uh, when I turned 30 the first bald spot BMX post was like the day of or after my 30th birthday right. and that was the idea I wanted it to be a collective where anyone over 30 could hashtag bald spot BMX because just as like a funny aging joke yeah you know and it sounds funny uh, but no one really wants to use it I guess <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's when that's what we're, we're, why are we talking about Harry oh old footage yeah. of me okay yeah, time, was... timeless footage is it like did, did any of the writers were like come on man let me put that on Instagram or anything like that like yeah okay we can talk about that struggle yeah um, Instagram is like it, it kind of irks me a bit but it also like there's a few clips that people put on Instagram as we were filming the clip mm -hmm. they had their homie filming it with their phone and they posted the clip on Instagram that night uh, I'm still using the clip right people forget about clips exactly. that quickly on Instagram mm -hmm. so it'll be filmed from a different angle with a different camera and it'll be edited to music mm -hmm. and it'll be played on a TV it'll still be it, refreshing exactly and people I'm sure a lot a lot of people will be like, wait a second, I've seen that clip before. I've seen them do that trick before, yeah. but I haven't seen this angle of it. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's kind of a whole new thing. Yeah. Uh, but there's only a few clips where like that actually happened. Is that where the name comes from? The name angles is just like so overarching in a lot of different ways mm -hmm. of life. Yeah. Uh, and especially photography filming you, you got to find an angle yeah the rider there they have their own angle at what they're doing they look at a spot at a certain way you know everyone has sees their own angle yeah um i i made it with two a's just to make it easier to find online smart yeah and also like the more the more i rationalize the two a's the more i have like these symbols for a and Cool. all this stuff cool. um, yeah so but yeah that's why there's two A's um, right on. someone asked if it's because I using two angles for everything like two A angles. <laughs> no but I do I do set up two angles for a lot of clips mm -hmm. if it's serious I set up three angles mm -hmm. but um, I'm not necessarily using every second angle you know yeah I'm actually gonna probably use like seven to ten percent of the second angles I actually film because there's so much footage now that it's only gonna be the choice notes, like bangers only, and the video's still gonna be like a half hour long. Are you editing it as you go? No, yep, kind of. Just okay. like organizing it, I guess? It's so organized. <laughs> I'm not letting myself get overwhelmed by this video. Sick. Uh, and I've, I've been sitting on a lot of songs for years and years and years. And Just hoping no one posts that song. <laughs> that too, yeah. Uh, but there's certain writers that I'm filming with certain songs that I've been sitting on. I wonder if this will work. So I'll start putting together some clips. Yeah. And it works or it doesn't. Yeah. And for like maybe four sections, 
I know what song I'm using. Right. And so it's really good to know how I can start catering the way I film to certain parts of the song that I know where they'll be. Mm-hmm. And when I edit, I, I put the song down and I pick out the most unique parts of the song, mm-hmm. the breakdowns, the guitar solos, the acapella, you know? Yeah. And I find a clip that's pretty unique or it has like a little section, you know, like something that just matches the yeah. uniqueness of the song. And then I'll base the rest of that section around that one clip. And then obviously you get like towards the fourth quadrant and you start putting in the heavier shit mm-hmm. and the second angles, the third angles. But um, I edit like from like from a certain point like outward because a mm-hmm. lot of people, they start from the beginning. Yeah. A lot of people, they start from the end. I don't, I've been asked this question before, so I thought I'd share. Yeah, th- yeah, exactly. Like um, the first time I ever saw this, there's this guy named Bill Brown from Pittsburgh and he was working on the edit of Gamware and they had picked a song out, but they only had like a handful of clips. But, Brown, but Bill was like, yeah. He's like, you guys wanna see what I got already? There's a lot of black space in it. And basically he knew what clips he wanted to, what song, what part. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I really want that to hit right like that. And once I saw that, that was like, the gears changed. Mm-hmm. And then when I started doing, oh, I don't know what video it was. I started to learn how to like, you can kind of sneak and nudge stuff in. You can use B-roll to kind of like drag different things out. Yeah. And then it's it feels like a forgiving medium because you have sound and visuals. So it's like you just got to not be boring and you should be okay. Yeah. But how many sections are you do you think you'll have? Oh man, it's it's hard to talk in sections. Mhm. Um there are a handful of riders riders who have a lot more footage than other people. Yeah. There's a lot of people that have one, two, maybe three clips. Right. But the guys that I go out and film with on a regular basis, uh, Denim Cox, Reed Stark, Vegan's going for a full section. Cool. Um, Dustin Arp in Denver we've been going on some trips he's been coming to LA I spent a lot of time in Denver Mm. and so we've been filming a lot Um, Justin Shorty he's an LA native Mm. in more ways than one he's a Native American but he's also from Los Angeles Uh, he rips dude he like he's great for like I don't want to give away anything, but like he's like gonna ride to like a Motorhead type song, maybe Motorhead. <laughs> cool. I mean, people know his style in LA. Say Shorty, big rails. He just sends rails. He's he's a fucking man. It's crazy. Wow. Um, Damn. He, uh, Dan Croc and Grant C. They're probably gonna split something. Dude, split parts are sick. Especially those two. Yeah. Can we talk about split parts real quick? Yeah. From one nerd to another. <laughs> uh, Pat King Jr. Yep. PK. Uh huh. Ben Lewis. When they were both on fit together, they should have had a split part. They kind of look similar in stature, too. That's what I was saying. A yeah. little guy split part, and they're both so amazing. Pat King, yeah, he. I think he did one of the first 
540 cab gap. He did some crazy cab gap. Do you know what I'm talking about? He did a, that one where he like one is a huge set and then half cabs. A huge, huge set, set afterward. Yeah. Yep. Okay, that's the one I'm thinking of. He is, honest to God, like some kind of weird, raw, pure, magical talent. Florida. He's from Florida, right? Somewhere in the south. But yeah, yeah he fucking. The ones. He rips. I think. Oh, I have footage of Pat King when he was a fucking toddler. Oh, really? At skate park at Tampa. I don't think I filmed it. I think Chad Moore filmed it. Why oh, shit. Talking about Chad Moore again. He's from Tampa. Wow. And he has footage of Pat King. Oh, it's in the Love Hate video. Oh. Yeah, shit. in our high school video, he's in the the Florida section, <laughs> and he's doing like a wall ride to kickflip at Changa Two. Okay, I'm seeing wow. it now in my head. Damn. Um, what a guy. But yeah, I guess I knew him when he was he was probably like 14, maybe 30. He was so small, dude. And so good. Yeah. Like what the hell? Also, we have footage of Tony Maloof as as a toddler. <laughs> and we put a sticker on his forehead and then he jumped into a crowd of people and Jeez. he's pre-pubescent Tony Maloof it's pretty funny Dude. does he get any clips in this too? fuck man you know what cause he's he's working on the, the Gully Factory 1235 I have one shitty clip for him and I, I need to get another one before it's too late cause he's gotta be wrapping up really soon oh shit but I don't cool. oh no no I do have a Tony Maloof clip and we filmed it in Phoenix and he gifted it to me because we filmed it for 12.35 and then I, I think I like sent it to him I was about to I was like dude are you sure you need this clip and he watched it and he's like okay you can have it uh-huh. fuck yeah because I two angles I love how I filmed it and it's such a sick setup that's what's up yeah but yeah. there'll be more uh, he's local now and he's out we run into each other more often is it quick quick sidebar uh, being in LA where it seems like it's a big hub people does it get like tricky or even frustrating with like everybody hitting up everybody trying to get something just to have like a normal basic sesh yeah and it's even harder living in los angeles proper as opposed to long beach Mm. because a majority of the riders are in long beach these days uh and most of the riders in los angeles like tamara i think he still lives around hollywood I, i could be completely wrong Calvin lives like pretty close by. Steve O lives like blocks from me. We never ride. Everyone's sort of doing their own thing. You gotta respect that. You gotta make mm-hmm. things happen yourself. Yeah. Whenever, dude, nine times out of ten I hit up Shorty, he's already riding somewhere. It's like, dude, you wanna go film? Say no more. He loves filming, dude. He doesn't drink, doesn't smoke, he he rides, he loves riding, and it's great. It's so refreshing to be with someone like that. Yeah. He keeps fucking joking. He's like, Scott, when, when are we going to go film the big fish? He always jokes about how I ride. So like, yeah, it's an animal spot, I guess. I'm like, dude, this is the coolest rail to ledge setup. You know, he's like, it's an animal spot. I don't need it. He just wants to film big ass shit. And he's always joking. When we film in the big fish in the valley, he's got the craziest setups that he wants to film, dude. Oh, shit. We're, we have to spend hours cutting out this fence so we can drop in on a fucking building. Dude, it is going to be crazy. Damn. I'm so psyched. Wow. But we got another, uh, at least another year till I get back. Okay, it might be a year from when I get back to Los Angeles next month that we wrap up. Gotcha. Yeah. So you're you're headed, you're in Harrisburg right now, hanging out with me, but you're on your way back. Mm, I'm still headed east. You're still headed east. You're going to Philly tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. And Dustin's flying in 
on Thursday or Friday. Oh, your calendar's still in June. Yeah. They're from Cleveland. Bone Thug? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Oh, wow. Dustin flies in on Wednesday. And then so does Robbie Owen from Phoenix. Tempe. Cool. And uh, we're going to be staying with the Chocolate Truck Dudes. Sick. Who I'm trying to get like their own section in the video, but... I got some clips of Steve Tassone. I got some... Uh, Joby clips. Joby went in last time, dude. The, it was it was our last day, my last day in Philly last summer, mm-hmm. and it was like raining a, a little bit, like sprinkling enough where people were like, yeah, it's raining. Joby's like, now nah, we're going, we're gonna film these clips, and dude, he got like three cool ass clips. It was just, it was pretty much raining. Wow. Yeah, but uh, he made it happen. And then I have a couple Matt Miller clips. Nice. Um. I don't, I don't think I have any near and to the clips, so I don't have any John Yo clips yet. Uh, I probably got some Nick clips, though. Nick Barry. Nice. They came out to L.A. like right when I moved out there. They were there February 15, a couple months after I, I moved in. Mm. And uh, they've been filming for CT2 since then. That's crazy. CT1 came out the same year Fox went in. No. Yeah. You said 2012? 13 it has to be 13 yeah 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 that's probably okay, I agree with that yeah that's crazy yeah speaking of time yeah shit um did we talk about anything what's that did we talk about anything yeah we got to, did we hit all the bullet points yeah um the only thing I was thinking about talking about but we could save it for another time was like you were saying about like this might be your last trip across the country for the summer yeah because I'm amazed that I'm mega jealous that you get to do this <laughs> so I'm kind of want to pick your brain I know we're both like dead tired I, just, I mean we can save it no nah, man let's do it I mean you're the one that has to work in the morning <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> that's alright I don't have any any yeah stuff to make tomorrow morning so I can sleep in a oh, little yeah, bit you don't have to sew at 6 in the morning yeah not tomorrow at least I'm going to catch up the rest of the week because I'm going to have a 5 day week, weekend nice yeah. you earned it I'm gonna be work. I'm gonna be doing the. I'm gonna be doing the ad production for like two of those days, probably for eight hours straight. Nice. If I want to be a adult about it. Dude, you can be an adult in that office. Your office is the shit. I love it in there. I wish I could watch edits while I was in the office, but the TV's broken now. Oh yeah. Wait, don't you have a computer in there though? Yeah, I can watch edits. Yeah. Like that, but I can't watch the DVD. Yeah, I guess I could. Yeah. Never mind. Oh, whatever. Yeah. You're right. You're looking on the bright side. Make it happen. I know you know how to make it happen. Yeah. Fucking tweaker. <laughs> Do you drink a lot of coffee? Uh, I try and limit it to just one of those things a day. Okay. But, like, if I know I'm going to do a podcast or if I know I'm going to, like, really need to harness it, yep. I might drink another cup when I come home. Yep. Nice. That's all. Yeah, there was a point where I was drinking, like, six or seven coffees a day. And I was drinking them late, too. And they were 7-Eleven coffees, though. And mm-hmm. Um, I would put in like the French vanilla creamer so they'd almost be a dessert type drink yeah but this is there's this one photo or it's a clip I was filming oh I was filming Justin Kerr uh, an Eastern PA native right yeah um, 
we were we were filming something for Merit, I think, and this was like maybe mid 15, 2015. We were still filming on everything, and he was just coming out of the van with us. And there's a, I was filming him. It was at night. I was rolling with him, fisheye, and I had the camera in one hand. I had a coffee in another hand, and someone was filming me doing that. It's this funny <laughs> shot. It'll probably make the cut, I hope. But yeah, I was like when I was driving the van and taking people's spots taking out the generator, setting up lights, like, just running the whole production, you know, I just had to have the coffee. Yeah. Maybe I didn't have to, but it, I felt more comfortable having it. Yeah. But since then, I, I'm down to, like, two, maybe three coffees a day. Yeah. But I can't drink them that late anymore. What, we had coffee at, like, six tonight. Yeah, that's the latest I ever, yeah. I ever do anything. It gets like dangerous that. after that. Yeah. It helps. Helps to burn the midnight oil. Yeah. But you said that you do these trips. You were doing these trips regularly? Yeah. Um, I did the first one in 17. I started in May. I don't know. I left L.A. in late April. I was in May. <laughs> I was in Denver for May 4th, and that's the day uh, that Grant C. Edit came out. Uh, and then... I made it to North Carolina for Memorial Day weekend. I played golf with my dad and my stepmom in North Carolina for Memorial Day. And then I was back in LA by late July, I think. I can't picture the, ex the exact date. But the next year, it was later in the year, I was in Denver by like late July. I was in New York for August, and then I was back in LA for late August, because then we went up to Vancouver almost immediately after, it feels like. Um, just on a whim? Well, it was loosely planned, and it was just three of us. It was Matt G, Dark Chocolate, Alex DeLiva, and I. Alex, fuck, how did I forget about Alex? <laughs> and Matt G. Alex DeLiva's having a full section in the video, and it is going to bang, dude. I'm so psyched. Like, yeah. and there's a couple songs that I'm sitting on for him, and they're both very different songs, mm -hmm. and I can't figure out. It'll come together at some point, but I'm, whichever song I use, it's gonna be fucking fantastic. I'm yeah, so yeah. psyched. Probably it's based off the music is the way to go. Yeah. Well, okay. Another thing about the videos, there's probably gonna be like bonus features where there's sections edited to different songs. There's gonna be a couple yeah, different yeah. renditions That's of sections. Cool. That's song. how that first shook was. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And it's like a secret menu and shit. Yeah. yeah. Damn. So like, Den so like sometimes you went from Denver straight over to, to New York? Like you stopped oh. in Ohio? Yeah, I always stopped in Ohio. My family's, my mom and my stepdad are in Columbus. My sister and her family are in Cincinnati. Are you driving through and stopping at, like, I know you're going from point A to point B, but then are you like, ever see stuff pull over and just like yeah dude get this. 110 percent of the time yeah it takes me so long to get places sometimes it's hard for me to drive straight from a to b Hell yeah. because there's like a point a a point b a point, like and yeah. then you get to b like i turned i turned uh oh, i can't remember exactly i turned a seven hour drive into a full day drive because i was stopping taking pictures of stuff like hanging out at rivers, just like anything I got sidetracked with. That's when I'm alone. 
going from point A to B. That uh, sounds amazing. Yeah, it is, but it's not productive. Right. In in the, in the in the way that it should be for the trip. The trip is to film clips for angles. So that's why you why you were doing these trips. Yes, that's that's the backbone of these trips is to film for angles. But okay. then it becomes like working on personal projects I've been working on for years, uh, seeing different places around the country that I've wanted to see for a while. You know, like there's yeah. a lot of non-riding stuff. Fuck, dude, Dustin and I play frisbee golf almost every trip. <laughs> like, that's cool. Yeah, it, hacky sack basketball like dude yeah. like there's so many extracurriculars that's what keeps it fun i think yeah because going out and riding every single day not for me <laughs> yeah super bad quote right there <laughs> it's just after a few days of going in it's like man i need a break and dustin dustin's 36 years old oh shit really? yeah and we both feel it like a day off it yeah, yeah. it's for it's me i'm it. like once every couple days yeah Exactly. I need a day to feel sore. But, um, wow. That's nuts. Um, Alex and I spent a week getting from Albuquerque to Houston, stopping in like every city along the way across Texas. And that was one of the most productive legs of any trip I've ever been on. That's what's up. And he got some of the coolest clips on that trip. Thinking about them now, I'm really psyched. I, every time I think about the video, I get so fucking excited. I, lo I love it. And I'm just like so scared that something's going to happen and like it won't come together. Just triple back up that shit. Well, no, I know. That's not the thing. Like, there's <laughs> okay. so many variables to like, I don't know, dude. Yeah. Life's crazy. Right. Yeah. Making another year, who the fuck knows? You know? Yeah. But. I just like the, I just want it to come out like mm -hmm. soon, but I can't. I'm not gonna rush it. Yeah. I've already set up the date. It's just gonna happen when it happens. But I know I'm ready. I've got most of the soundtrack picked out. I'm not gonna stress out over it. Now, are you like? Are was there anywhere that you were working full time in LA that you had to take vacation to do this? No, I've been freelance in LA since I got there. Um. Uh, after on some shit and I mean I was doing Uber and Postmates like I said for a while too yeah but I haven't had to take time off per se that's cool yeah and once I get back once I'm done with the video I'm gonna like freelance for maybe another year mm -hmm. but if if I don't have an in-house or full-time gig at that point I think I'm gonna move to Denver cool yeah because LA, LA is great, you know, it's just not for me, mm -hmm. and it's cool to spend time there, and it's really nice to be there, but it's, I think Denver's more my style, honestly, Ohio's my style, mm -hmm. and if I could, I'd be in Ohio, but it just doesn't make sense, Yeah, there's other at things. this point, yeah, so, so Denver's next, and that's if I, yeah, if I don't land some, like, dream in-house gig, yeah, yeah, wow, so, like, when you said that this trip might be the last time you do this, is that because of not doing angles again? Because I, I was almost under the impression that you were just doing like, like just a week vacation. Oh, no. Like, I've been on the road since like May 15th. Damn. A month and a half. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, it is and it isn't. Mm -hmm. um, I'm hemorrhaging money. 
Oh, yeah, at this point. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I saved up. I had a blockbuster year last year. Work, stock market, everything lined up, dude. And now I'm just spending it, more mm-hmm. or less. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just watching it go, though. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I'm paying rent. I'm not subletting my place right now. Uh-huh. And so every month that comes out automatically, I'm notified. It's like, fuck, I'm not even there. <laughs> They're taking that much money. God damn it. But I mean, I couldn't be happier with wasting money like mm-hmm. this, you know, because in the end, the video is going to speak for itself and I'll be able to find work when I need it. You know, that's, that's the best part. Yeah. Uh, I can't even worry. Like sometimes on a drive, like the other day, yesterday, when I was driving here I had a fucking migraine headache and I was like what am I doing with my life dude I had a moment where I was like what am I doing with my life I just want to be back home like working like making money yeah instead I have a fucking migraine headache it's stop and go traffic you know and I'm driving to shitty Harrisburg (laughs) (laughs) no man I I love every city I've never been to Mm. just the idea of a fresh city with things I have never been familiar with before I love the idea only yeah. once I get to a city can I make a judgment you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying yeah. but I like it here it's an old city cool architecture very scenic all those bridges are super cool yeah. Three Mile Island I, I thought about going but fuck that dude <laughs> it's interesting reading yeah. about the kind of shit like that the mountains in PA the Alleghenies are so cool they are looking at them in satellite they're just like wispy like wine, like rivers of mountains is what it looks like mm-hmm. and Cuts right through the state down. Yeah, all the way down to like North Carolina. Man. Yeah. Fascinating. I love maps. I love looking at like satellite images and just like seeing the earth as just like a geographical feature, you know? Yeah. And not just like a place where there's a bunch of Starbucks. Did I show you the map that I have on the fridge? I saw your PA map in the office. This one this one's on temperature. Yeah. Most of the video is just getting out and riding. That's all it takes. You just got to bring the camera with you. Isn't that isn't that like a famous like photography quote? Like, is just showing up. Yeah. Um, well, the one I'm thinking of is F8 and being there. Um, some oh. photojournalist said it's all about <laughs> keeping it at F8. So with a wide angle lens, most photojournalists would shoot 24 millimeter. And keeping it at f8 you get really big depth of field so you can kind of just point and shoot around and it'll be sharp mm. so f8 and being there yeah basically but um yeah just being prepared just having cameras that's why i got that small bag so i can't i don't even have a, a reason to bitch yeah that, i yeah. can't complain and that the camera dude the camera you use your phone looks better than a lot of cameras people are still using you know what i'm saying yeah so it's not about the equipment it's about the preparation yeah Yeah. the the, uh, oh fuck execution yeah no no there's some there's some phrase the best camera is the one you have with you yep and a photograph a camera doesn't make a good photograph the photographer does that's another one you know what I'm saying like (laughs) folks he's reading these off the bottoms of Snapple caps (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no no you're totally right though yeah I got I, and that's the thing like I'm 
I'm using the, my, my motivation is basically there's cool people around me and I want to put them on. Yep. I, I get a little side shine. It's like... Side shine? What's it called? Um, background props? Yeah. Background props, like finder's feet. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I get a couple of my own clips filmed while I'm at it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm making it a point to, to f- get clips of myself. Mm-hmm. I'm holding my writing to a higher standard these days because I need to, as much as I expect the people I'm filming to take it seriously and to go in, per yeah. se, I need to hold myself to those same standards. So I'm consciously dedicating a lot of my time and energy to keeping my body healthy, to staying warm and loose. Mm-hmm confidence consistency just being a better rider i i and that's the one thing i did want to touch on was like i feel like i noticed that on your instagrams because you've been posting heat on there that i wouldn't necessarily even post on there you know what i mean like you could make a an on everything of your instagram (laughs) clips thanks dude i yeah i've been thinking about taking it easier on instagram lately because i don't want to um give away some of the stuff I'm working on, mm-hmm. you know, um, even if it's not like a, like a crazy banger clip, like just the idea, like the way the bike's moving or like the obstacle, it's sort of giving away, like, it's going to be less of a surprise when the DVD comes out, you know, and I want it to be very, very surprising. Yeah. Um, Damn. but, um, yeah, that's a, another, another hard thing to deal with is just spots getting ridden after like you find a spot you film there and then you see it on instagram the next like month yeah mm-hmm. like i mean everyone deals or, with that or you've been sitting on the clip for six months a year a couple of years and then you've you were the first person to get there hypothetically and you've been sitting on it for this long and then all of a sudden some so and so is there and they just posted a story dropped a location mm-hmm told somebody in the comments where it was spot gets blown out becomes a bus gets capped whatever that's yeah. why you got to get your clip before you anyone finds out about where that is so i don't get demoed before the clip gets up <laughs> um and then a lot of times it which sucks is that in los angeles dude the best riders are there mm-hmm. and like i'll find a setup and i'll grind it and then some kid will come back grind to bar spin you know and put on instagram <laughs> yeah. motherfucker like, but you what still do I have them? to do? I still hold on to it. I, I don't know if I'll still use. There's a few ABD clips. Um, Brock, it's funny because Brock Rayford, um, I, I, it's hard to say who did them first, but there's like two setups that um, that we both rode. And he did like the gap grind 360. I just did the gap grind. Oh, shit. I don't know if I should hold myself to the same standards, but also I don't know if I should bend my morals you know what I think a good way to look at it is like you got you were talking about your clips and like breaking them down to like what they were it's like put put now that that happened that clip gets put on this imaginary side pile of like if I happen to get anything better yeah maybe I might pop it out yeah it's it's a cushion yeah but if like you were if it was something you really connected with I always say to people like if you if you struggled for it and you were scared of it and you overcame it, fuck it. Fuck yeah, use it. Yeah. Yeah, if you really if if, if it really meant that much to you, you use it. 
there one of one of my stronger clips that I'm sitting on right now is this incredible setup and it's it's at this park where there are a bunch of incredible things to ride and it just became popular and it's my fault because I took certain people there and they mm-hmm. took certain people there and now it's like a popular spot mm-hmm. but I've seen only one other person ride the setup that I rode mm-hmm. and they were riding completely differently than I was but it's one of my best clips and dude every day not every this is a joke but <laughs> exaggeration I wake up and I think fuck someone's gonna do that trick wow. <laughs> and I already I already have planned out when I'm gonna go back and do better if it does if someone does take it because nice. it's kind of a low-hanging fruit mm-hmm. in my eyes but no one's done no one's Right. Ridden the, the spot that way, so yeah. I'm grateful for that. But I'm ready. I'm ready to step it up if someone just snags it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I look forward to seeing it when it comes out. Hell I guess yeah. that'll be like, in, you're gonna wrap up filming in like a year, so maybe it'll be. I'm gonna. I want to say. I want to say. Um, right around Labor Day next year. Mm-hmm. So like early September. Uh. 2020. Maybe yeah, maybe mid September next year. Cool. Will be the the world premiere. Oh. And I'm, I've already got it in the works. It's in LA, obviously. Cool. But I want to do a couple smaller regional premieres. Mm-hmm. Denver, Chicago for Alex, and then um, probably one at at Burke Street in Philly for like the yeah. East Coast. They'd love that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm super hyped. You gotta get a clip though. I'll Should try. I stick around tomorrow after work so you can get one? <laughs> there ain't nothing I could do. I got the huh? Come to Philly this weekend. I could. Yeah. Maybe. You saw that movie back in the day, Angus? Yeah. <laughs> With like the Petri dish and like the little droplet. And Green Day and the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Green Day. Dude, I. <laughs> Honestly, they were one of the formative punk bands. They just went Broadway, dude. They literally had a Broadway show. Mm-hmm. And props to Billy Joe Armstrong for becoming one of the richest punk rockers in the world. But man, their music <laughs> suffered. But I'd love to know the exact amount of money and counting on um, Time of Your Life. Wow. And the time of your life. It's, it's well, used he could have bought out. Just like that, just like that video clip that you sold for five hundred bucks, he might not be getting residuals on that. He might not own the masters. Well, I hope he charged enough in the first place, because man, that song is everywhere. There needs to be a Netflix documentary on that song. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> loosely based around him, but mostly about the song. <laughs> Amazing. Damn. Well, thanks for doing this, man. I appreciate it. Um, thanks for coming here. Sorry, it's yeah. super late now. Yeah. But thanks for including me, man. I'm honored. Um, I've never been interviewed like this, like in a podcast format. And it's kind of scary and daunting at the same time. But also, like, we just blew through. I feel like we didn't talk about much. Mm-hmm. But we've been talking for maybe close to, no, an probably. hour and a half, two hours. Yeah, an hour and a half, two hours probably, yeah. And I'm sorry for you having to go through and edit <laughs> some of this maybe. I, I think That's we, right. we kept it PG though, right? Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, I listen to it at work, and I just like write down the time signatures. Nice. Just okay. Break time, just pop, pop, pop. Cool. All right. Yeah. Yeah.
thanks for having me man dude thanks for giving me a guest room and yeah no problem thanks leanne for the dinner <laughs> the nice smelling candles dude this place smells amazing thanks um yeah go out and see angles when it premieres go see it if anybody wants to uh tell you you're wrong on instagram where can they find you <laughs> uh there's a there's an angles hashtag going on hashtag a-a-n-g-l-e-s um my instagram is scott marceau m-a-r-c-e-a-u and uh bald spot bmx for any of you any of these 30 plus club yeah yeah, honestly if anyone over 30 wants to use the hashtag bald spot bmx please do it because i want it to be a a group effort (laughs) you don't even have to be bald or receding you just have to be over 30 (laughs) (laughs) sounds good (laughs) so yeah there's a ton of questions i still have for scott we could have easily did a few hours on just projects of his past. But yeah, Scott does great work, and I'd love to have him back on again sometime. Keep an eye out for Angles coming soon, I'd say, within the next two years, safely, maybe. Ah, oh, man, that's going to be an awesome vid. Um, all right, well, I got to go get going and sew some more stuff, print some more stuff. Tonight, I'm printing the Grindworks Jam t shirts. I'm really, really stoked on that because uh, Andrew Vargason, AV, uh, was cool enough to let me design and print these for him, and I'm, I'm excited to show everybody. I've been really low key about it. I don't know, like I, I feel like I could have drum, I could have like, you know, posted about it and maybe got some people hyped on the groundwork shirts or whatever, but I don't want to say nothing until I'm holding the finished product in my hand. So I, I've been kind of quiet about this. But uh, I'm printing them tonight. Um, by the time this comes out, the first Grindworks Jam will have already have happened in Pittsburgh. But the New York one will will still be uh, coming the following weekend. So yeah, hit up Grindworks BMX on Instagram. Get all the info about the jams. Y'all should definitely go to them. I'm going to be there. Come by. Say what's up. Mention different spokes or some shit. Maybe I'll uh, hook you up with something. I don't know. You know, come say hi. I'll give you a high five. How about that? Um, it's really cool uh, knowing that people, some people listen to this, you know. I, I know I'm not doing anything crazy over here, but I'm, I'm happy doing this shit. And uh, can't wait for the next episode. So uh, I'll see you guys next time. And uh, hopefully I'll see you guys at the jam. Peace.